Hello and welcome to the Urban Permaculture Podcast. My name's Heather with Hogs and Hens Urban Farm, and I know it's not Wednesday, so you may be wondering why there's a new episode today. Well, as I said in our very first episode, when there's things I'm really excited about, I may not be able to wait until the following week to share. And also, when there's times that I don't have a full episode's worth of material to cover, I may do some breakthrough episodes. And today is one of those breakthrough episodes. So today, I have a very short mini episode for you. Um, We tried something new, and it has come to fruition, and I am too excited to wait to share this with you. So one of the challenges with being in urban permaculture is space constraints. So typically, when you're in the city, you don't have a lot of acreage in order to plant and harvest your crops. One of the things that we've done is to make use of as much space as we can possibly squeeze out of our land. Um, Now, we have a lot of room to grow on that particular um, area, but we have done a lot of things to move in the right direction. Another thing that we've worked really hard at is reducing our consumerism. So we have been purchasing the grow your own mushroom kits. Now, I personally am a huge fan of the back to the roots kits. Specifically, I love the oyster mushroom grow kits. We've grown the pink oyster mushrooms as well as the pearl oyster mushrooms, and we've had amazing success with all of them. Um, One of our kits we did have a minor issue with. I contacted them right away because I thought maybe I had done something wrong because it was one of the very first few kits that we had raised. I got a response back within two hours, and they were super friendly and sent me a replacement for a defective kit. Immediately, I had it right away. I cannot say enough amazing things about Back to the Roots. Um, With that in mind, when you do these these, um, mushroom grow-your-own kits, they come with a, a brick of substrate that is already inoculated with the spores. So what that means is... There is a brick that is somewhat dry that has been injected with little tiny spores for that particular fungal strain. And it's been left to grow a little bit, and so it's began to develop mycelium. It's then vacuum sealed, packaged in a box, and and shipped. And when it gets to you, it's in that state. So all you have to do to grow these mushrooms are cut the side of the cardboard box um, out, and it's perforated, and then you simply uh, slice a big X in the plastic. With the Back to Roots kit, specifically, you have to soak the brick in water for about 8 to 12 hours, and then you put the brick back in the plastic, and you just use the enclosed and included little Mr. Bottle and spritz it with water every morning and every evening, making sure that the brick never gets completely dry. It'll create a flush of mushrooms, and then you can let it dry out a little bit, soak it, and and start the process over and get two to three flushes. Now, we tried a new theory, and so what we did is we took an old five-gallon bucket, and we drilled quarter-inch holes randomly all throughout the, the outside of the bucket, not the bottom, just the sides and the lid. I then went through with some rubbing alcohol and I sprayed the inside of the bucket really well and cleaned the inside of the bucket because you want it to be a sterile environment. I then put the lid on and I took a load of straw that I had been soaking in boiling hot water again to sterilize and I began layering that very damp straw 
um, in my bucket and making, for lack of a better term, a mushroom lasagna. So I did a layer of the wet straw and then I crumbled up some of that substrate from our spent mushroom blocks. I just kind of crumbled it up into a layer, not a whole block, just about a handful. And then I layered another layer of straw and then mushroom and, and just repeated that process until I got to the top of the box or the bucket. Then I put the, the wet straw on the very top of the bucket and I put it outside and I got the, the material wet until it just barely started to kind of ooze out the little holes. I knew then that my bucket was thoroughly saturated. I simply put the lid on it and put it in our back room, which is a fairly dark, cool place. And I just left it sit for a month and a half. Um, it was five and a half weeks and we brought the bucket inside when we started noticing it was getting a little too cool out and I tucked it under um, a plant growing table where it gets very little light but gets a little bit more warmth than it was getting in the back room. Lo and behold, a week later, and we had mushrooms growing out of several of the holes. So what has happened is the mycelium that was left behind in those blocks, maybe in that substrate, wasn't enough to grow to fruition, but there was just enough left that when given the straw to feed on and moist conditions, it was able to grow and spread even more. And so I was able to get even more mushrooms out of those blocks that would have otherwise been a waste stream. So now I have big flushes of mushrooms and nearly every hole in the bucket is pinning, which means it has tiny light white little plugs popping out of the holes and beginning to form mushrooms, which is called fruiting when it actually creates the big mushrooms that you typically see and eat. But for right now, we have several that are pinning and I've already harvested three clusters of grown mushrooms from that one bucket that I'd already harvested two flushes of mushrooms from before. Now, this is not an extra step that's listed on the packaging or anywhere on the website that I found, but it is something that we tried and it worked incredibly well. It is very important that you sterilize the inside of your bucket before you get started. I used rubbing alcohol. You can use any host of things as long as you are putting them into a sterile environment. Any kind of mold or bacterial spores that are in the air or on the surface of the bucket does run the risk of tainting your mushroom culture. So you don't want to do that. Um, and again, with the straw, I just soaked it in a bucket of, of scalding hot water and left it sitting there for about a half an hour to just kind of kill anything that was possibly living in that straw. Um, some would say that that step's not necessary, but I'm, I'm really careful about foodborne illness and pathogens. And so for me, it was indeed very important. I now have a bucket that's probably going to produce another 15 to 20 flushes of mushrooms at minimum. And by the time it's done fruiting, I'm going to take that mushroom bucket and I'm going to put it in my garden in an area that's going to have some big, giant, leafy vegetables. Specifically, it's going to be grown around my squash because my squash are going to vine out and they're going to cover the ground. I'm also going to put some around my sweet potatoes because, again, they have lots of thick, vining, sprawling foliage, and they're going to cover the ground so that the sun is not scorching the soil below, so that soil is going to stay a little bit damp, and it's going to let that, that mycelium thrive. Whether or not I'll get additional fungus, you know, the fruits from that, I don't know. It remains to be seen. I have in the past, 
And I'm hoping to expand on that now with an even larger number of inoculated um, pieces of straw. So before I was just crumbling up the spent mushroom blocks, but now I've got all this straw that's also been inoculated and it's going to just stretch those dollars a little bit further. Now, if you are interested in checking out growing your own mushrooms, again, I recommend the Back to the Roots company. Um, in fact, if you go online to their website and go to backtotheroots.com slash hogs and hens, you can get $10 off of a $30 purchase from their website. I definitely recommend the two-pack um, because it's cheaper than buying individuals. They're about $20 a piece for individual grow-your-own kits, but oftentimes they go on sale, two for $29.99. So if you just purchased one of those um, with a packet of seeds, you can get $10 off, and that's a pretty substantial savings. So there's that, and you can find more information about them on www.hogsandhensdayton.com. On the shopping tab, you'll find a link to Back to the Roots that'll give you that 10% off, I'm sorry, $10 off um, of $30 spent at Back to the Roots. Thank you so much for tuning into this mini episode. I hope your garden grows great, and I look forward to hearing about your fungal successes.